0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one dark speech-filled minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Frederickson.
1: I'm Norman Mitchell.
0: And joining us again today is our friend Catherine Brown. Hello, hello. And today we will be talking about Minute 100, Woo! which is crazy. <laughs> 100 episodes we are in the, the triple digits. <laughs> yes. Um, and Minute 100 is actually like a really creepy minute. It starts with uh, it can, starts with uh, Gandalf continuing to speak in dark speech. Saying the One Ring to rule them all, and ends with Aragorn just giving Boromir this look (laughs) of just utter dismissal and impatience.
1: You need to shut up.
0: It's just so much shade, like so much.
1: (laughs) Like uh, the same look he gave him when he picked up Narsil. Basically, it's like,
0: oh my god, this guy again. (laughs) Who are you? Why is he here? So, I love everyone's reaction. I love
1: Gimli's reaction the best.
0: Yes! He,
2: like, (laughs) hollers. He just grabs his axe. He grabs his axe. What's going on? I have to fight
0: something.
1: I require comfort.
2: My weapon!
0: I like that that's his go-to reflex. Just like, my axe. I need to hit (laughs) something. Do you think, like, he gets, like, woken up in the middle of the night by, like... Oh, he
1: sleeps with his axe, Like, totally. a weird
0: noise, and there's like, his the axe under his pillow. Or, like, better yet, it's, like, you know that, um... It's tucked
1: in beside him, like... tucked in beside like Thor's him, like, hammer. The, yeah,
0: like, no, there
1: <laughs> He doesn't also, get to do the cool thing, like, if he shoots up out of bed, it doesn't just immediately fly to his hand, like right. Thor. He needs but, to
0: just, like, like, I don't know, look for it in the dark. Arms reach. Yeah. <laughs> I also, like... Um, Dwarves can
1: see in the dark. They're miners. Oh,
0: that's true. They have dark vision. That's yes. what D&D has taught me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I love uh, Legolas's expression, too, because he it it's almost like. He missed the memo that he's supposed to be like upset about this and he reacts like a half second too late so there's this like he's just sitting there and then he kind of blinks and then he does his like he holds his head like he has like a sinus headache but
1: yeah, there's like a delay yeah, so
0: yeah. Like it,
1: it has a buffering
0: right it's like on the other end of the Skype call and he's just like what's going on oh god like... whereas Elrond
1: is immediately like I
2: hate you
0: <laughs> really, Ken again? Elf, did you have to do this? <laughs> right. Again, you come into my house.
2: <laughs> Never before has that speech
1: been uttered.
0: In the halls of Mladris. Well.
1: <laughs> and and Kendall doesn't mean like, I'm not asking your forgiveness. For yeah, this.
0: he's like, I'm not sorry. I don't care. Like, sorry, not sorry.
1: <laughs> I trying to prove a that. point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the that this, this language has tangible power because this is the first time we've heard mm-hmm. a character speak the, the the black speech of Mordor like uh, one of our major characters other than like Whispers in the, the ring, ring and stuff yeah. mm-hmm. so like because when he first mentions what's written on the ring to Frodo he says uh, in, in the black tongue of Mordor which, which I, will I will not, not utter here yeah. mm-hmm. and then he, but he's not willing to utter in the, in the Shire far away from everything but like here in Rivendell with all this elven magic he's willing to be like I'm going to mess this up <laughs>
0: Hold my beer. <laughs> you
2: know, it's nothing else in Rivendell. There are uh, two of the Elvish rings of power. Cur- yes, not just the one that sure. was currently hanging out in the Shire when he was there. Yeah,
1: there are there are two, which you know is a is a good thing. I suppose, like the protection of the the Elven rings of power, but also like if Sauron can kind of sense when the when the Black Speech is spoken through the ring, he might be like, oh hey, there's two here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because he can sense the other rings of power when their power is used.
0: Well, they haven't really been used.
1: Not really. I and mean,
0: water horses, water horses, accepted, but
1: yeah. And I mean, the the elven rings of power are kind of always in kind of background use to maintain the mm-hmm. realms that the the elves lord over, except for mm-hmm. the one that Gandalf not carries, because you know it's not over in the Grey Havens anymore. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, what good is a ring that commands fire for helping the landscape? Right on the
0: ocean. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs>
1: As you do. I guess was just like, I don't want this one. I want I want Elrond's. And it's just like, too bad, sucker. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> Elrond just like on Heelys with like his stunner shades, just like, bye. <laughs> Elrond out.
1: You're the youngest second first dips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't know if that's true, but that's half what elven, I imagine.
0: Like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm half Elvin. Give me a cool one. God <laughs> I need this.
0: I'm the uh, the least elven. I get first dibs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it doesn't even count. It's like too late, too late. Um, I like. I've always Swoop really craft. liked. I've always really liked the way that uh, Gandalf says the very last line, and I don't know how to say it in dark speech, so I'm not going to. But it's like the green blah, blah. like yeah. you know, he like. Mm-hmm there's that very like he rolls that are yeah. hard like mm-hmm. he rolls that are like a paradise like and i like the way that it he finishes it with a flourish because yeah. yes it is the dark speech and it it takes a lot out of him
2: mm-hmm.
0: i was just about uh, but, to say that like he's that visibly it... like tired mm-hmm. afterward
1: yeah. also frodo's reaction he doesn't know how to take this
0: yeah. Oh, Boromir's is like scared. He's like, I don't know what's happening. Oh, man. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry.
1: This, is this wizard cursing me? Right. What's happening? <laughs> Someone saved me.
0: Mommy. <laughs> but I like the way that he kind of just finishes with a flourish. And yeah. then he's like-
1: Ever the performer.
0: To drive his point home, he's basically like, sorry, not sorry, but uh, not to be a drama queen, but this language, might as well say it because everyone's going to be talking about it if we don't take care of the ring. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. You'll know. all be forced to speak to this soon enough. Right.
0: You might as well start learning yeah. it now.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's cool and everything gets all dark and moody.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's cool.
1: I like it. It's like uh, it's kind of like when he l- seems to grow above Bilbo. Yeah. It's a very similar yeah. kind of scene.
0: Of like magic. Yeah. Well I mean I think that kind of ties into the fact that Sauron is supposed to be um, like a same, the same kind of being not like the sub genre or whatever yeah. but they are like in the umbrella yeah term. they're both myer yeah that's that's the word i was looking for i couldn't remember the term um so their magic i assume works in similar ways yeah um and the magic i mean we've talked about the magic of the ring before Yeah. Mm-hmm. and like the magic of saying the incantation but this kind of Scene kind of underscores that you can say it in like English or common or whatever, and there is some of that power, but until it's spoken in the actual language, it was intended, yeah. But, like, there's not a whole lot, that... yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess that under that kind of disproves my point about like words of power, but yeah. I mean, I guess words of power don't really work until you say them in the language they're intended to, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that would make sense.
1: Also, the ring is right there. Right,
0: right. Yeah,
1: the ring is like, what's the, what's this?
0: Yeah, oh, and it's hey. already, it's already active, and awake because yeah. you, you hear it whispering to Boromir, um, in the last minute. Yeah,
1: it's kind of. Mm-hmm. It, I've always taken it more of like uh, the the whispers there aren't supposed to be like the ring whispering to Boromir. It's supposed to be like everyone whispering among themselves. I well, think. no,
0: because you hear the space. Oh, as he
1: starts to reach mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's,
0: and then you have... And his
1: grimy, grimy hands. Yeah, he yes. needs to clean
0: out his fingernails. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like he hasn't trapped... bathed
1: since he showed up.
0: Tra- right, he's been traveling <laughs> all day, and I like that there's that detail.
1: Because this is this is the day after mm-hmm. they've arrived, like, at least. Yeah. Because now we've seen nightfall in between.
0: I know, why doesn't he just bathe? Well, he's, he says you know,
1: in the I book that it's taken and him balance.
2: 110 days to get from Gondor, so oh, I guess just one day of horse... rest is not going to do it. Yeah. That's
0: and great. that's on horseback. Hundred ten yes.
1: days on horseback, so imagine how long it took That's them to crazy. walk it.
2: Although, admittedly, it doesn't seem like he knew exactly where Rivendell was. So part of that was wandering around, seeing if he could find somebody to give him directions. <laughs> I, I imagine Radagast was just like, "It's a tunnel over there." <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> he just like finds Radagast. It's like noon. He's like drinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how how yeah? How the heck did Boromir find Rivendell without someone to show him the way?
0: I have no idea.
1: Yeah. he's just he just like like Elrond is just Elrond gets like a message from one of the people on the outskirts of, of Rivendell it's just like there's, there's a man from the south here and Elrond's like is he with anyone no, no. how did he find the place
0: <laughs> we <laughs> need to put yeah we need to put security measures there
1: <laughs> however he got in we need to double the guard there <laughs>
0: right yeah
1: I don't understand
0: that's funny <laughs>
1: Because there's no way that Thorin's company would have been able to find the place right? without someone that had already been there.
0: Yeah, Gandalf's mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, I know a guy.
1: <laughs> That's right. And Thorin's know company he wasn't looking right. for Rivendell.
0: Well, at least... right. um, they I... weren't
1: initially, but they kind of had, they were because yeah. of Gandalf. Gandalf. was just like, I know someone who can read this map.
0: Mm-hmm. I like, um, yeah. also going back to the dark speech thing, I like that uh, over Gandalf's a very loud like spell incantation there's also like the layer of the voice of the ring yeah too
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they're not in unison so there's like no. that really awful like dissonance and it's yeah. like rumbling thunder and yeah
1: it's like a storm's brewing
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, also i should have mentioned this yesterday because uh, we don't get as good of a close-up shot on them today. But I've always really liked Boromir's bracers. I think they're one of the, Ooh, the yeah. prettiest pieces yes. of his costume.
0: Because it's got the Tree of Gondor Yeah, on the Tree there, of Gondor right? is like worked
1: into the leather. Yeah. Uh, and we see those through all three movies because, you know, of what happens with them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: they're a very, very The clearest very shot
2: you get of them is when he's reaching for the ring. And right. of course, I'm used yeah. to the theatrical versions where that scene isn't in there and
1: they're they're one of my favorite pieces of costuming across all three of these Mm -hmm. yeah
0: the leather work is really pretty
1: yes yeah it really really is Boromir's outfits well put together it looks very Viking including his round shield
0: yeah well yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I like the difference between uh the way that the different men at this council are dressed like we see them I think we see them a little in this one too but mostly last minute like he's got his like dudes flanking him yeah and then you see the other guys on the other side potentially the men of dale and they're dressed similar but different they're a little fancier yeah and then you have the difference between boromir's outfit and aragorn's outfit Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
1: because aragorn's outfit is like more elven inspired yeah
0: but i don't know i like i like all the tiny details that call to attention that yes these are different cultures and they come from different areas and
1: yeah, because Legolas is wearing greens and like and browns, greens and browns and instead and, of like grays and grays blues, and whites yeah. and stuff like these other elves have been wearing. Mm-hmm.
0: It's
1: all very very cool. I dig it.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I I like I like the uh, the aesthetic choices.
1: You get more of the uh We get a good shot of like the trees above Rivendell
0: mm-hmm.
1: in this little this little bit all there. They're
0: freaking ever, out.
1: Yeah. All they're ever falling leaves, mm-hmm. but they never seem to be bare.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. All,
1: where'd all these leaves come from?
0: They're just like kids up in the bow, like the boughs, just like throwing dry yeah. leaves yeah. on the set.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's probably something like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like five guys in the rafters, just like like with bags of leaves. Yeah, throwing leaves down. (laughs) There's like a sink. There's like two fans that are like cross breezing it, and then they just kind of flutter slowly down.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I love that Elrond looks like he has the biggest headache in the world when Gandalf finishes talking. Oh
0: yeah, everyone kind of does. And I
1: Boromir looks like he just crapped himself. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like the different. He
1: recovers quickly though.
0: The different flavors of pain. He does.
1: Yes. Bor- mm-hmm. recover recovers from that panic very quickly mm-hmm. because it's a cut that wasn't in the theatrical version of the movie. So, like, there's no, there's no cool down. It's just me. Like, it is a gift.
0: Right. Well, I think, mm-hmm. like, he, he, he's kind of, it's just been illustrated how powerful this thing really is. Yeah. And now he's just like, okay, it's scary, but that is awesome. We can use that.
1: Gimme. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We can. I can. We can use that. Did I say I? No, we. We. We can use that.
0: There's no I. Well, there is an I in ring. There's yep. no we in ring. There's, no we in
1: ring. <laughs> I, there's only one Lord of the Rings, and he doesn't share power.
0: I like. I also like. Um, speaking of Boromir, I like the like. He's so impassioned about like. He's he's also like kind of bitter about the fact that like all of these people take his sacrifice and not just his sacrifice but the sacrifice of his people Yeah,
1: your lands are kept safe by mm-hmm. the blood of my people
0: right and I think I love Aragorn's
1: a, response to that in the books where I he's like "Yes." Yeah.
2: in the book Aragorn's like yes you do a good job but it's all of us rangers up here in the north that are really keeping these people safe
0: yeah and we're taking just care of like, all well, the you things want that throw? slip past you right <laughs> yeah you want to throw it down he just like strips his bracers off and is just like okay let's go <laughs> Let's do it. Flagpole, three o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Maybe outside nerd. Yeah. Elron's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Popcorn. what's mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> puts the jiffy pop on. Right?
0: It's like, oh, tell me <laughs> when they start. Ring
1: Men suck.
0: <laughs> My money's on the ranger.
1: Casey's <laughs> yeah. got a drop of elven blood.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: well you've never liked Boromir anyway Cassandra so
0: I actually you know because we I don't think we've talked about Lord of the Rings since we have been in high school so I think that Mm -hmm. like having a a further understanding of um like character arcs I Mm -hmm. have come to appreciate gand like oh not gandalf um boromir as like a really really complex and interesting character but like i don't yes. know when you're 13 and you have like the pretty ranger <laughs> and the pretty elf boromir is just like not gonna cut it you know are saying
1: sean bean's not pretty oh i <laughs>
0: no? absolutely appreciate sean bean now but like <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen. 14-year-old Cassandra is a much different person than who I am now. I'm not going to out-how old I am right now.
1: <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. You you basically just It's been did over anyway. 10 years.
0: Yeah. It's been over 10 yeah. years.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, fine. no Bor- Boromir, I've all, I've always viewed Bormir as like the most complicated character that Tolkien wrote in these books. Yeah. Mhm. And, uh, and think, he's only one of them.
0: I think like there's this there's this fundamental like uh war between like like the stark, you know, good and evil, like black and white like worldview that kind of goes into Lord of the Rings, but then you also have the characters that don't really fit into that world. Well,
1: yeah. Boromir is kind mm-hmm. of like a personification of like good versus evil. Because he is the most decidedly gray character in these books.
0: And, like, so you have, like, these hobbits that are so innocent and naive and whatever. And then you have the literal epitome embodiment of evil, like, chilling out in his castle over here. And then you have Aragorn, who's painted as, like, you know, the the hero and, like, kind of the white knight, as it were. yeah. And Mm -hmm. Boromir's... Boromir's
1: like the black knight.
0: Boromir's just kind of squarely in the middle yeah. and i think um i think it takes like a maturity to really understand where like gray area characters you yeah know? because
1: Boromir's all about like doing what needs to be <laughs> done consequences be damned
0: right like there's a much different
1: uh i mean what he views as needs to be done is different than other characters right.
0: his um well not like his alignment but uh his motivations are uh, much different.
1: Yeah, because his uh his motivations come from a less mythical, more practical worldview because mm-hmm. of what he's grown up in. Right, and he did not talk to up elves elves like
2: Aragorn did. Right, right.
1: He doesn't. He, he has no respect for history, or he has no context for like the the grander history behind all this stuff mm-hmm. because it's not relevant to his life.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: he tries very hard to be a good person. But there's like this this gritty practicality, and yeah, his lack hands of,
0: his hands are dirty. Yeah, he, I mean literally, his mm-hmm. hands are dirty. But like he he doesn't yeah. he's
1: not altruistic. He,
0: yeah, he's
1: not he's not an idealist. Right. He's mm-hmm. he's very much about like well, if this is if this is a weapon, then we should learn to wield it. Right. Without Before they do. Yeah. Without yeah. understanding, like, the greater context that you, you can't. Right. It, it's a mind control hat. Right. Like, it's, you're going to put it on and you're just going to walk into Mordor and give it back to Sauron.
0: And I think Boromir kind of encapsulates, like, the stubbornness of men, too. Like, yeah. like the human race. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he's like, yeah, so that thing's a mind control hat, but I might as well try. I'm strong enough. Right. Well, not even that he's strong yeah. <laughs> enough, but it's just like, well, even if it is, I might as well try.
1: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like how
0: can how can you know? Like we have to rule it out. <laughs>
1: well, because he um, he can't accept the alternative that there's no hope against this thing. He can't accept that,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Because
1: to do so would be to like go against his whole life.
0: Yeah, because then there's no point, right? Yeah. Like if there's no hope, why is there? Why are we fighting? Why are we like killing exactly. ourselves day after day? Well, not just it.
2: me, but generations upon generations of my people.
0: Right.
1: I I've, I've always loved Boromir. I I have always been I've always been so sad that he dies in the first book because it would have been so interesting to see more of an arc mm-hmm. in Boromir because mm-hmm. we have like a redemption moment and then his death.
0: Yeah. Well, I think mm-hmm. r- with like a character who's so steeped already in like warfare and bloodshed in Tolkien's um like story about war like there's no place for people there's no place for soldiers in a time of peace yeah and boromir Mm -hmm. is like the consummate soldier yeah so he has his redemption and it's important that he redeems himself but really going forward there's no place in the narrative for him to be yeah you know Mm -hmm. yeah he's like captain america there's no place for captain america after the nazis are gone like, you know?
1: Right. <laughs> They're never gone. He's
0: created for war. And he's, like, because Boromir has been, like, groomed for war, like, yeah. to command mm-hmm. his troops. Oh, and man.
1: and there's, there's so much more to Boromir, too, once you start learning about Faramir. I
0: know. Oh, my God. I'm so uh, excited to talk mm-hmm. about them.
1: I basically played Boromir in a D&D game. So, like, oh. <laughs> Boromir's character arc and, like, his relationship with Faramir is, like, very near and dear to my heart.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and
1: something I've always really loved. The, like, the uh, the idolized brother that, like, you're always kind of trying to measure up to in the, the eyes of your father. And one, one son is loved and one son is not.
0: Let me tell you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to talk about Faramir. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, the treatment of Faramir is actually one of my least favorite things about these movies. Hmm. Um, But I know why they did it, because they don't want they don't want someone to be free of the influence of the ring.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And I Aragorn is It's all that's always the only that's... man in the movies who actually has the ring in his grasp and turns it away, which makes Aragorn's character a little more powerful if he's the only one that does that. Right. Yeah. The only and man. And even
1: then it's a it's still a somewhat hesitant moment when he pushes the ring away. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he still pushes it away.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, like that's hesitancy is like one of Aragorn's defining characteristics.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. like
1: the way that this first movie is put together, he's uh he doesn't do anything without thinking long and hard about it first, and what seems to be the correct course of action, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: he still pushes Mm -hmm. away from because it would be painful.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. So,
1: and I, I I really do appreciate the way that Aragorn is is characterized in these movies, but. When we get to Faramir, we're going to talk more about how I feel about Faramir.
0: About Boromir and Faramir. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
2: It's hard to talk about one of them without also talking about the other one.
0: Right. Yes.
1: It's true because their characters are so incredibly informed by what their childhood must have been like.
0: Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. their shared experiences. Yeah. 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 We'll get there. We will. Um, so Eventually. I try to yeah right I try to ask in
1: 110 um, days no,
2: longer, no, longer. longer I
0: try to ask people um, what they would um, like to come back for like a moment in either this movie or in the other two movies um, so what would you like to guest on uh, going forward um, I know
2: we've talked about before about the fight at the end of Fellowship Mm-hmm. Um when you first uh, asked me to guest that was the first thing that popped to my mind. Um,
1: right, <laughs> that one is people, like uh, people jumped on that pretty quickly. Yeah, people like, yes, that's that's surprised. <laughs>
2: um something with Aowen in it I think. Um because okay. I like Aoen's character.
1: Nice. Um yeah,
2: familiar, familiar. But really I think just Anytime that you have an empty guest spot, hit me up.
0: Yeah, Because uh, I will gladly
2: geek out about Lord of the Rings with you.
0: Anytime. <laughs> it's like our friendship started out geeking about Lord of the Rings. It did. <laughs> well, I hope that you had fun. Yes, um, very much so and uh so we are from the website duelinggenre.com and you can check out all the other uh movies by minute podcasts uh there are well over 20 of them at this point um yes. at moviesbyminutes.com and thank you again so much for joining us this week i had a lot of fun talking about lord of the rings with you like yes. the first time in like Same over 10 here. years <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and special thanks to our patreon associate producer leaper 182 uh have a good weekend everybody and we will talk to you next week bye, bye. For